नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरंचम देवी सरस्वती ध्यास मुदीर ये नष्टप्रायद्रेशु निगवत भगवती उत्तम श्लोकेक्तिर्भवती नैष्ठिकी रीडिंग फ्रम श्रीमद्भागवत फोर्थ कैंटो चैप्टर फोर टेक्स्ट नंबर ट्वेंटी कर्म प्रवृत्त निवृत्त कर्म प्रवृत्त निवृत्त वेदे विवेच्योभयिंगश्रित वेदे विवेच्योभयिंगश्रित विरोधितौगपदकर्तरी कर्म प्रवृत्त निवृत्त वेदे विवेच्योभयिंगश्रित विरोधितौगपदकर्तरी प्रवृत्तम अटैच टू मटीरियल एंजॉयमेंट एंड निवृत्तम मटीरियली डिटैच अपी सटनली ऋतम ट्रू वेदे इन द वेदास विविच्य डिस्टिंग्विश्ड उभयलिंगम सिम्टम्स ऑफ बोथ आश्रितम डायरेक्टेड विरोधी कॉन्ट्रडिक्टरी तैट योगपद एककर्तरी बोथ एक्टिविटीज इन वन पर्सन टू तथा सो ब्रह्मणी इन वन हु इज ट्रांसेंडेंटली सिचुएटेड कर्मा एक्टिविटीज न रचति आर निग्लेक्टेड ट्रांसलेशन पर्पट बैशल प्रोपात की जाय द वेदास देर आर डिरेक्शन फॉर टू काइंड ऑफ एक्टिविटीज एक्टिविटीज फॉर दोज हु आर अटैच मेटीरियल एंजॉयमेंट एंड एक्टिविटीज फॉर दोज हु आर मेटीरियली डिटैच इन कंसिडरेशन ऑफ दीज टू काइंड ऑफ एक्टिविटीज There are two kinds of people 
who have different symptoms. If one wants to see two kinds of activity in one person, that is contradictory. But both kinds of activities may be neglected by a person who is transcendentally situated. Purport. The Vedic activities are so designed that the conditioned soul who has come to enjoy the material world may do so under the direction so that at the end he becomes detached from such material enjoyment and is eligible to enter into the transcendental position. The four different social orders, Brahmacharya, Grahastha, Anaprastha, Sanyasa, gradually train a person to become to the plan come to the platform of transcendental life the activities and dress of a grahastha the householder are different from those of a sanyasi one in renounced order of life if it is impossible for one person to adopt both or it is impossible for one person to adopt both orders a sannyasi cannot act like a householder or a householder act like a sannyasi. But above these two kinds of persons, one who engages in material activities and one who has renounced material activities, there is a person who is transcendental to both. Lord Shiva is in the transcendental position because as stated before, he is always absorbed in the thought of Lord Vasudeva within himself. Therefore, neither the activities of the Grahastha nor those of Sanyasi in the renounced order can be applicable for him. He is in the Paramahamsa stage, the highest perfectional stage of life. The transcendental position of Lord Shiva is also explained in Bhagavad Gita. It is stated there that when one fully engages in transcendental service of the Lord, by performing activities without fruitive results, one is elevated to the transcendental position. At that time he has no obligations to follow the Vedic injunctions or different rules and regulations of the Vedas. When one is above the directions of the Vedic ritualistic injunctions for attaining different allurements and is fully absorbed in transcendental thought, which means thought of the Supreme Personality of Godhead in devotional service, one is in the position called Buddhi Yoga or Samadhi or Ecstasy. For a person who has attained this stage, neither the Vedic activities for realizing the material enjoyment nor those for renunciation are applicable. Thus ends the Bhakti Vedanta purport. So this is a very <coughs> important classification of conditioned living entities during their journey in this material world. One kind of people at any point of time, if you take all the people in the world, there are two kinds of people. One kind of people are wanting sense enjoyment, 
they may be religious people who want to follow the dictates of the vedas how to gratify one senses because that is also a a path given by the lord if somebody wants to be in the material world just like in the bhagavad gita krishna says i created this material world the living entities and the demigods and the sacrifices and by performing those sacrifices both can be happy that is the happiness of the material world inherent shortcomings of the material world later on krishna reveals in the bhagavad gita but we have to understand that this is also a a reality the vedas are not the instruction in vedas are not to take everybody back to godhead the essence of the vedas is to take everybody to back to god or attaining the absolute truth can happen only if you transcend the vedas that also in the bhagavad gita krishna says vedesh sarvera aham eva vedya vedanta krit veda vidyeva cha and also krishna said don't get tells arjuna don't get carried away by the flowery words of the vedas you're doing papa if you kill them this thing all those things even that is also krishna makes it amply clear that when it comes to bhakti or when it comes to transcending the material world you we have to transcend the vedic in um rules and regulation ultimately so there are two kinds of people forget about people who do not follow the vedas and who do not have faith in the who do not want to live according to the way god has designed us to live forget about those people i am saying those who even those who are uh, want to be good citizens they want sense gratification they want karma kanda they fruit fruitive activities and get you know benefit enjoy be a nice god conscious karmi fearing god for god conscious karmi so there is one set of people like that then there is another set who are also not transcendental what is that set it is very much inbuilt into the material nature it is very much inbuilt into this vedas that as you progress you go through these cycles of bhoga and tyaga after some time you get fed up of this material enjoyment and so many sukha dukha all those things are there the negatives are there but the soul is never satisfied unless he has perfect ananda in association with krishna so the soul is never satisfied 
so naturally the soul will start questioning i want happiness i want joy but why again and again i am you know these are all inabilities with the soul is not comfortable with death soul is not comfortable with disease soul is not com- comfortable breaking of love everything what is go- what is all this then because he does not have positive knowledge about krishna consciousness there is a category of people who have not having positive knowledge about the spiritual world and etc so those kind of people they are called renunciants they renounce this material world and they take a path for them also there are injunctions in the vedas for nivritti marg also for instance sanyasi should do this sanyasi should not do this sanyasi is not transcendental the sanyasi has got a final fourth stage paramahamsa stage then he becomes transcendental otherwise the first three stages of sanyasi is not transcendental he is, he has to follow all the rules and regulations of the uh, injunctions of the vedas for a sanyasi same thing grahastha brahmachari grahastha vanaprastha rules and regulations are there we have to follow we are also following that but we need to understand that okay we have taken the nivritti marga this pravritti marga and we have taken the nivritti marga but transcendental marga is you have to cross even nivritti marga in other words one wants this is lord shiva's position transcendental position in that in the transcendental position he he won't follow this way or that way he follows the order of god he is engaged in pure devotion service when he is engaged in pure devotion service it look like he is a very attached man in this world you will say is pakka is a pravrti marg man or you may say he is a nivrti marg man he has no bhakti if you see the external activities alone just like if you see the external activities of lord shiva he was uh, so renounced so detached but actually that is not a very great uh, quality of lord shiva to be talked about the quality of lord shiva to be talked about is his devotion to the lord his devotion to the lord that is a pure vaishnava some people may be attracted to this those who want are in the path of nivritti marg they say okay great shiva is great because look at him how renounced he is pravrti marg people will think that yes we should become like him but actually the vaishnavas they always see lord shiva as a pure devotee of the lord you see the connection with the transcendental means it's not transcending transcending matter and spirit transcending matter is not called transcendental impersonal is also the transcend matter but they're not transcendental in the sense of being devotees of the lord you can call them also as somewhere prabhupad say there are two kinds of transcendentalist 
bhakti yogis and and impersonalist two kinds of transcendentalist transcendentalist because they transcend matter but whether they have devotion to the lord whether they are surrendered to the lord whether they have linked up with the lord as his part and parcel as lord shiva is constantly in meditation of lord vasudeva in his heart that has nothing to do with the vedic injunctions whether in pravrti marg or nivrti marg instructions this is important to understand that bhakti is beyond pravrti and nivrti marg bhakti is beyond the path of gradual detachment from material enjoyment and bhakti is also diff- different from total renunciation of everything those who are devoted to the lord they automatically they receive the mercy of the lord they receive transcendental knowledge due to which vairagya automatically comes is a product of bhakti vairagya is a product of bhakti transcendental knowledge itself that knowledge beyond this material world that knowledge of the self knowledge of the supreme self transcendental knowledge itself is a by product of bhakti that's why krishna says that i seated in the heart of such sincere devotee shine the torch of knowledge so devotion to the lord surrender to the lord thinking of the lord always chanting the lord's name always is a highest principle of existence and that is exactly what our parampara represented by our six goswamis have gifted to this world this can be misapplied also oh we are transcendental or we are beyond pravrti nivrti mar for krishna's pleasure we can do anything it's correct for krishna's pleasure we can do everything but who decides it is for krishna's pleasure or mixed with your pleasure this is this is where devotees make mistake for krishna's pleasure i can do anything it is not a superficial principle for krishna's pleasure i can do everything for krishna's pleasure if you are a pure devotee you can do anything otherwise when you say krishna's pleasure i can do anything mean that i is a mixed i something for krishna's pleasure something for my gratification my thing and my so nobody should take this risk of uh, trying to transcend even the principles of nivrti marg nivrti marg we also have principles 
what we should do what we should not do even for sanyasi there are do's and don'ts those have to be followed so one does not imitate lord shiva in fact lord shiva's character is such that that is why the incident is there where lord shiva is able to consume all the poison that was generated out of the churning of the ocean and he was still immune to that poison that's why he is called nilakantha he held all the poison in his neck that is there to show that you cannot imitate lord shiva then you have to do that also you have to hold that poison you have to follow in the footsteps of lord shiva following in the footsteps of lord shiva means he is always meditating on lord vasudeva that is what we have to and he has a purpose he has a designed he has a he has a assigned duty from lord vishnu to be in charge of the tamoguna in this material world and therefore all the his circumstances are or his situation his environment everything is connected to his assigned duty that is the reason if you want to take a message out of any character in the bhagavatam or anywhere in the vedic you need a spiritual master only with the guidance of a spiritual master you know what is it that you have to follow from lord shiva is not for you to blindly oh he did that he did that i also want to be like lord shiva is a great personality i'll do this i'll do this no 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 hold how to appreciate each quality of lord shiva we have to learn from prabhupada we have learned from our acharyas when somebody asked a question will shiva is such a great personality and he is a parama vaishnava then everything that he does should be you know should be uh, an example for others to follow so why shiva is living in dirty places contaminated places why is in mashana why is not uh, properly clean in terms of always you know in clean unclean places he is always in the association of uh, uh, tamasic ghosts and all this kind of living entities why is he like that so we should follow him also that character of shiva should not have been like that somebody is telling because we say is parama vaishnava then i should be he should have been an ideal person everything about him i should be able to follow he goal is not to make you follow ultimately shiva is shiva he has to run this material world he has got a assigned duty the goal is not to you know set example to everybody 
that is the reason why we don't worship lord shiva as vaishnava so he is a parama vaishnava we don't worship him every day we don't promote him but when it comes to that personality when discussion comes we say is a parama vaishnava even lord shiva's temple we don't take prasadam why because these these ghosts have all contaminated it shiva's prasadam they'll make it mahaprasadam so it will be ghost mahaprasadam we can offer to lord shiva ante we can offer to guru no guru guru gives it to krishna and we take prasadam that way but we go to a regular temple it's all it is their residence they're full of ghosts all negative elements they're all there so every character in the in in the in shrimad bhagavatam like lord shiva prabhupad says just like buddha is incarnation of god himself but we don't follow we don't follow his teachings why because a pure devotee explains what is the purpose of buddha why he came what is the role of those teachings those teachings are not for you oh buddha's teachings are not for us buddha is one of the dashavataras so the most important thing for all this is to understand everything through the eyes of the spiritual masters eyes of the acharyas otherwise one can get completely confused if one uses his own intelligence to read all these things and try to he'll get completely confused and if we have the guidance if we have the lens if we have the you know the perspective of our acharyas then we are safe what is the message from all these things that we have to take from this description in shrimad bhagavatam about lord shiva purport after purport you will get the message from prabhupada the principles of transcendental life the principles of you know vaishnavism that stands foremost beyond pravritti and nivritti just like once prabhupad somebody said prabhupad i want to renounce the so prabhupad told him what is it that you have first of all to renounce see this is a transcendental perspective from bhakti point of view everything belongs to krishna somebody is a, becoming a sanyasi means okay i was a thief i'll stop becoming thief that is a qualification that is a credit for him you are still a thief i stop becoming a thief when 
ghee becomes possessionless nothing in this material world then he becomes a paramahamsa then he becomes a paramahamsa the fourth stage of sanyasa at that stage he thinks what is there to renounce what is there to keep whatever is required for krishna i keep it's not mine whatever is not required for krishna i have no connection this is a simple principle that in other words the highest principle of bhakti can be practiced in the heart by brahmachari aragrastha aramanaspanaprastha arasanyas immaterial he can practice what is that practice everything belongs to krishna he is the supreme enjoyer i am only his order carrier he is the supreme controller he is a maintainer he is my protector all those those are the things that that six guidelines of surrender those six guidelines of surrender for a grahastha for a brahmachari for grahastha vanaprastha sanyasi it is through and through applicable that determines one's progress in relationship with krishna bhakti is about relationship with krishna one side body mind system may go through all these processes of different varnas and ashramas and everything will be going on but by association of pure devotees of the lord we get parallelly devotion we chant hari krishna mahamantra 16 rounds we worship the deities these things slowly they develop they become prominent in one's consciousness other things are all doubtailing doubtailing one's fruitive tendency because ultimately the body does not should not have any reaction if you have to go back to god it should be free from all reactions if you do for any fruit for yourself then no birth has to be you have to take birth simultaneously we have to we handle our body mind system at the same time we have got directly hari krishna mahamantra every day to chant hari krishna and take direct association of the lord and develop our relationship with the lord dependence upon the lord faith in the lord all these are the things that finally which are beyond pravritti and nivritti marg beyond pravritti and nivritti bhakti is beyond pravritti and nivritti marg so if one wants to see two kinds of okay but both kinds of activities may be neglected by a person who is transcendentally situated because for transcendentally situated his logic is different his logic is pleasure of the lord pleasure of the lord in everything pleasure of the lord 
that consciousness won't be there unless there is some kind of love for krishna is awakened therefore one should not imitate and say that i am not you know i should i need not follow the pravrti mark nor the nivrti mark because i am a bhakta when you become a pure bhakta it is a different matter otherwise we have to be very very cautious we have to admit and accept the fact that i have false egos sitting in my subtle body i have to be very very careful in taking that stand that for the lord i can do anything i can do anything i can break all the rules in fact it becomes an offense is a misapplication of the principles of bhakti any questions here hari krishna bro how do we understand the past time of lord shiva supporting banasura against lord krishna and fighting with him? because lord indra also when he was attacking vrindavan he doesn't know that krishna is his own vishnu he didn't knew that krishna krishna again say when indra attacking vrindavan indra didn't knew that krishna is his own worshipable lord vishnu is that a similar situation or there is some other reason lord shiva fighting against krishna for the support of banasura one indras you cannot compare with shiva shiva you cannot compare with indra they all have their own reason transcendental reason whatever shiva does there will be a transcendental you know leela behind all those things that is the way we we have to understand any of this riddles if arjuna was and he is an he is a eternal associate of lord krishna how he can be in ignorance propada explains that these are all leelas of the lord to bring forth something so don't try to understand everything you know in a way in which you are, that's exactly what i said in the beginning i said that devotee asked this question lord shiva whatever he did should have been setting an example for other devotees so he has another he has got he's got another task to fulfill as per lord's desire so why why do we have to understand that if he acted like that that's the way he acted that is a leela because lord is involved in it why lord's pure devotees became his enemies in the material world three lives there is right their propada explains that lord does not want to fight with anybody other than his devotees therefore he sent these three people you become like this take three births and i'll fight you any other question
Krishna Prabhu. My question is with regards to the pastime of Jada Bharata. So, we know that when the dacoits try to kidnap him and try to offer him to Goddess Kali, he would not protest. So, in one of the purpose, Prabhupada says that in the body of a Brahmana, Bharat Maharaj appeared deaf and dumb, yet he was the most intelligent man in the world. Nonetheless, being completely surrendered unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he remained in that condition and did not protest, being brought before the deity for slaughter. As we have learned from the previous verses, he was very strong and could have very easily avoided being bound with ropes. But he did not do anything. He simply depended on the Supreme Personality of Godhead for his protection. So, um, in our day-to-day -day services, we might come across many impediments where we can use our yantra's ability to overcome the impediments or we can depend on the Lord and uh, not use the yantra's abilities. So how do we uh, know, Prabhu, like when to depend on the Lord and to not act and when to use our yantra's abilities and try to overcome an impediment? See, <clears throat> Janabharat's Leela has a purpose of demonstrating certain aspects of Krishna Consciousness. Now anything if you take, again just like Lord Shiva, like Jadabhara, we have to see what did Prabhupada, because we are following in the footsteps of Srila Prabhupada. So we are applying Krishna Consciousness in the modern age, right? So, for us, we don't want to be holier than Srila Prabhupada. So, if Prabhupada has asked us to do certain things, he has, he has, he has lived with the devotees for so many years, how to do devotion service, etc. So, in that we have learnt that we should try our best to get over the obstacles, but depend upon Krishna. So, depend upon Krishna as well as put your efforts to come over it. So, that is what is applicable to us now. We cannot, you know, imitate Jadavarat and say, I will not do anything. But the whole point is Jadavarat did not do anything means he did not do anything else. But when we say, no, I will not do anything to protect myself, but you will be doing something else. You understand? He is totally surrendered. Nothing else. Krishna, 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 Krishna. Now here some difficulty comes. Oh, why I should bother? I should simply depend upon Krishna. Let me do something else. You are somewhere else. Your consciousness is somewhere else. So can you imitate? Same result you won't get. But the principle is that if you are 100% surrendered to Krishna, if you depend upon the Lord, that is good. We follow, God helps those who help themselves. We follow at this stage. Not that God helps those who help themselves is an eternal principle. Normally, yes, God helps those who help themselves for us. Otherwise, you would say that, oh my God, you know, that means even pure devotee has to do something, then only God will help him. 
No, he is under divine protection, daivi prakriti. He doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't have to seek anything. Seek and only then you shall get. They say. It's not meant for all this. It's not absolute philosophy. But at the same time, we have to seek service of the Lord. We don't seek, we don't see, we don't desire. At our stage, then our desiring will be going somewhere else. This is a point. Grandarachiman Bhagavatam Kitya Jagat Guru Shila Prabhupada Kitya